Gate 14 podcast, and oh no, they let the Toronto Blue Jays get hot. They let the Toronto Blue Jays get hot. I'm joined by the boys, as always, J.R. Avery. J.R., how's it going, man? How are you feeling after that uh, big dub today by the Bluebirds? It was good. It was, if we lost one nothing today, I was saying it would have been... <laughs> the streets would probably would have been the end of the year. Like, we would have boycotted this episode, probably wouldn't even have showed up. But... Uh, I mean, it's still not good, but it's pretty <laughs> ugly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Avery, how are you feeling, man? You had a Baltimore money line today, I believe, correct? So. No, I did not have that. <laughs> I uh, I had Ross Stripling over strikeouts. So I mean. That, yeah, he was fucking electric today. But if we lost five straight to the Orioles and we had to play them <laughs> 11 more times, oh, it, yeah, it would have been time to off myself i think but no, it been, yeah. season saving win some people Seriously. are saying that like see mm-hmm. see ross saved the season is what the episode name has to be and we got to talk about ross man i mean i'm gonna say it ross stripling is right now through the whole season the best pitcher on this team the most consistently best pitcher on this team has had no blow-ups none look at his stats his era is sub three now and the only reason why I was so high was because he was playing that long reliever weird role. He's been dynamite. Avery, what I don't know if you can search this, Avery. What's his stats as a starter? Because as a starter, he has been I, I don't remember any raw stripling blow-ups this year. Is that crazy to say, JR? No, it, it just depends on like he's definitely stats-wise, I mean like ERA-wise, like yeah, he's been the best. Um, but what what's Manoa's ERA at now? Do you know what I'm, I'm, I might just have some recency bias because Manoa I, has been yeah not ideal his last two appearances against the Orioles. It's like, like obviously Manoa's logged way more innings than Stripling. It's it's more about that volume play, and obviously Stripling wasn't wasn't a starter for the entire year, so it's tough to it's tough to compare him really. But he's been he's been so good. Like I mean, you put him in our like that's the thing. It's like come playoff like play, I mean. It's tough to even talk about playoff time anymore, but it's um, <laughs> before we mention it like so like casual and Cal- yeah, I think we I think we mushed it. We I really do. Because like, stripling he... would be starting. Like I know we talked about him coming out of the pen. You know, like, what? I'll he's Avery, starting over Barrios. I pulled it up in half a second. Avery, yeah. you got it? Yeah, yeah, I have it too. So <laughs> as a reliever, he's thrown eleven innings, um, four oh nine ERA. I get it. You know, ERA is not everything. Um, but that's where we have stats here. And then a starter is 71 innings and a 301 ERA. It's probably not updated from today either. Because okay, it's, it's seven, take- eight. So I'll, I'll, I'll fucking put my balls on the table. I have the updated stats. So Ross Stripling as a starter this year. Avery gave, just gave the reliever stats updated. The starting stats, he's four and three with a 277 ERA, 0.97 whip, 229 opponent average. I mean, this guy has made the the legit argument to be the Blue Jays' number two guy. Kevin Gossman has been all year, and Ross Stripling just stays consistent, little 277 ERA. He does what he has to do, get hand off the game to the bullpen in a good spot. That's what Ross Stripling's been doing, and he's been fucking unbelievable, dude. Like, today was – he was dialed. Like, today was the best I've ever seen him. No hitter going into the sixth. Then idiot fuck Mike Wilner decides to mush it with the perfect game tweet, which was sent to us, by the way, because we don't see it because we're blocked. But 
it's just Ross Stripling is like old reliable. He's that he's that girl you text at two a.m. in college. That's just you can come over. She's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's there. It's not. It's Here's not pretty, issue, but though. yeah. Here's my issue though. Like in the start of the at the start of the year, like most of his starts was twice around the order and get out. Like yeah, and come playoff time, like. That's not what you we especially with our bullpen. That's not what we need, <laughs> right? Like Gosman and Manoa are throwing over him, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Right? Don't but, you guys think? Like, I think a, he's the number three though. I think he's the number three. Yeah, in I playoffs. think he's the number three. I'd and then you but you piggyback Barrios after him, like they used yeah. to do with. Uh, I think they did it with Ra Dickey. Like Ra Dickey would piggyback with a starter when the Jays were in the playoffs that year. I think he was he never started a game. He was come out of the bullpen, but. Man, Ross Stripling, it's like, dude, if the J, this was the, in my opinion, this was maybe the biggest win of the year. Like a, a win that you had to get because if you lose, tick, the Twitter is blowing up. Mike Wilner is just on, is just on pace to hit 4,000 blocks on Twitter. It's, it's about, Twitter's a bad place if the Jays lose today. And I'll be honest with you, I'd be severely depressed. Like this podcast would be a uh, this podcast would have a whole different change of tone, right? Yep, that's that's for sure. I, I texted you guys. It's crazy how my mood kind of changes based on how many runs we score in a game because the past two nights was legitimate me thinking to myself, what a waste of time it is to <laughs> sit down for three hours and just watch this team. Like I have a couple monitors and I had to put them on like the second monitors. Like I can't do this. Like I <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to I had to enjoy myself or else I wanted to f- like end my life because it was that bad. And it just doesn't even make sense to me because of the numbers of how good this team actually is. Like if we look overall, I mean, this is a top five offense. And easily. And over the past month, we've scored like three runs a game where we're like middle of the pack and run scored. And it's not even at the bottom, too. And it's like imagine cheering for the pirates or something, man. How much you want to fucking? And we were getting a lot of that in the TikTok comments, and obviously I made that. We let's talk about it. All right, I made that video just based off of immediate reaction time, and Johnny Page views did what he did, unfortunately. And I made the video. I said this team can't hit, and I had tons of people in the comments. What do you mean this is the fucking fifth best offense in baseball? Shut the fuck up. The (laughs) Toronto Blue Jays scored two runs yesterday, three the day before, and three in the entire fucking series against the Guardians. For me to say that they couldn't hit, was that a crazy thing to say? Maybe you guys can keep me sane. Was that a crazy thing to say they couldn't hit? The offense was impossible to watch until the seventh inning today. Mm-hmm. I know it's completely fair. Yeah, I think it's it's fair because that's actually what happened. Like, if you're tuned in every game, mm-hmm. you saw those every time. It's like we have literally no chance. Like we, we went to the ninth down a couple runs. It's like there's not a single chance in hell that we are coming away from this with a win. Like down two going into the ninth. They just had, they had no chance. So yeah, you're right. It's just, it couldn't hit. Can I, can I say something? Can Ryan Mountcastle fuck off? Like, can, can that dude just go fuck himself? I, what he does against the blue Jays, he is prime time Barry bonds when he steps foot in the Rogers center. And you know what I didn't know about him was he hit his first career home run against the Jays. So it goes to show you like the comfortability 
of playing against the team and just seeing their colors. He is disgusting against the Toronto Blue Jays. It's nightmare fuel. He has like 15 home runs against them. And he's been in the league for two years, right? Three years. It's I, That's another thing you can't really explain why someone's just good against her. He does have five home runs off Kikuchi this year, I think. Well, yeah, but, that doesn't count. That should three. actually <laughs> negative your home runs, right? Yeah, it's the make-a-wish fucking at bat every time. We got, we got to go. We got to go into that talking about Kikuchi. What What do you guys <laughs> think's happening here? <laughs> I don't know when you pitch him. Like, look at this week, right? This week, the Jays are obviously facing the Yankees in a four-game series. Kikuchi is Kikuchi's gonna have to throw, and he's gonna <laughs> have to throw potentially a high-leverage situation. Like, could you imagine? Jays are up 3-1, 4-1. Like, a pretty decent lead, but it's not, like, comfortable enough where it's like, all right, like, we could throw Gucci here, and this fucking guy is – I can just picture him running out of the bullpen and just the 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 overwhelming amount of uncomfortable of, – of how uncomfortable the fans are going to be just watching him at Yankee Stadium running out of the bullpen is something that you just can't mimic. It gives me, like – it gives me Trent Thornton vibe, but it, worse – like, if Trent Thornton had no idea where a – at least Trent Thornton can kind of locate what the fuck he's doing. Kikuchi has no clue. So, mm-hmm. are you guys happy with him being moved to the bullpen? Or are you like, it's it's still – he's still going to be on a mound in a Blue Jays uniform. Where do you guys stand with that? Yeah, uh, happy like, is probably the next? wrong word. Who's next? Right? Like, who's next? Who's going who's gonna to be mean? in the rotation? Mitch White is. Mitch, Mitch White, White, like – He's that no, guy Mitch now. Mitch Wright, wasn't he already in the rotation? Yeah, but Stripling's back, so... Yeah, but um, Stripling's oh, yes. back, so okay. you pick Kuchi's out. Down. Yeah. Yo, for sure, White deserves a spot. Um, and plus, we have no lefties, in the like, barely any lefties in the pen. So, I guess it... I understand the move. It makes sense. But, I tell you, his first time out of the pen, man, like... What if he just goes good. three punchies? Like, he just turns into fucking... He's just he just turns into... The... <laughs> He's just pumping, like, 97, 98. <laughs> he just turns... Primal role this Chapman. <laughs> also, since when? Like, I think we mentioned this, but like, I didn't know if I just like did want to believe it. But like, since when does Kukuchi have like perfect English? Wait, what? That no, that's his translator. He doesn't speak English. Okay, okay. This yeah, might need Avery. to be searched up. You know the Come guy on. who's on the field. You know the guy who's on the field. Yeah. He would. He did the Jays. And mean, he, he did, did the Jays. Is that even? Are you speaking English now? Are you? Do you okay. need a translator? What are you talking about? The guy did the. Do you Jays. know what that? that mean? You, have you seen the guy on? He's on like Instagram Reels, but they go. You definitely have seen these videos. Oh they ask, yeah, but, they oh, ask the worst question. Yeah. And when the, the Jays were ever. in Houston, they just ask how much the they Jays. bench press. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, Kukuchi was there without his translator, and the no, English he was, was no. Phenomenal. I saw the video you were talking, and I was in a comment. Um, delete this from the internet now because Kikuchi said that first of all, who would ask in their right mind for a Yusei Kikuchi autograph? Second of all, he said that he signed a sushi, a sushi set, a sushi chef's knife. That knife just deteriorated in value by a significant <laughs> fucking margin. <laughs> like, could you imagine you see Yusei Kikuchi and that's the first, it's like, sign this. I would say to him, actually, just just get the fuck out of the sushi restaurant. Like, leave. You're gonna like this place is gonna burn down. You're such a fucking mush. We're done. <laughs> like, he is on. He is alarmingly bad. Like, alarmingly bad. I mean, I didn't think he was that horrible. 
on Monday. You're clouded with your Boba Shed hate, though, Avery. That's where you're clouded with your Boba because the Boba Shed error. But who threw the fucking ball into center field for no reason? Yeah, yeah true. But I just think it's a whole different start if the game. Um, sure, it's it's like kind of um, short sighted to say, but I think you, we get a whole different start from him if we make the first out of the game. Like, I understand like he struggles really bad in the first inning as well, because if Vlad makes that play, which I he makes a lot um, the over shoulder no, into really right. good at first. He's yeah, really, he's really good at first. And then he has a good throw that Bo doesn't pick and like get in front of. And I think it kind of changes everything. And sure, maybe just bad juju it's just surrounded him. I thought he looked OK, but I'm going to listen. I had the same tweet. I said this wasn't on you say Coochie and I was in the same boat as you. I was a Kikuchi, Kikuchi truther for like a minute. And then I looked at his stat line and he walked three guys, gave up six hits or he gave up four hits. Mm-hmm. And I, although six runs were given, but only three were earned three walks and in three innings is just like, is horrid. Like his whip his whip. That game had to be a million, like he 3.1 innings. How many base runners did we have here? Seven base runners. I mean, six hits. Yeah, they're just nine to go against a whip right there. This is yeah, a whip like, of like three almost. It's it's listen. I was on the same boat as you. I was trying to be like the positive Johnny because I'll be honest with you. The TikTok comments were getting to me like this guy. This, like they were just like this guy's the most negative piece of shit ever. I was like, all right, fuck. Maybe I should like buy, dial it back a little bit. But then I said, fuck you. But it's like Kikuchi. We can't keep letting this slide. Like we have been pretty truthful with this podcast of like our Kikuchi hate and stuff like that but that's a bad start like if anyone we're just there's saying some bad the, pitches too like he, like that yeah. pitch he threw middle middle oh my uh, god who, who, i genuinely think i could have launched that i could have hit that out like <laughs> that, that was pitch so he gave up middle middle right when that released his hand i could tell you if that slow-mo went on his face he was immediately like oh no like because it, it was middle middle sent to fucking heaven that ball was shot on. And that's what he does. He just gives up nukes and he walks a fuck ton of dudes. Mm-hmm. A fuck ton. Yeah, I, I was about to say, I think if we did do like a blind review of the stat line, took the names out of it, I I would tell you that it's a shitty start. <laughs> but I just don't want to I just don't want to keep like hating on this guy, man. Like I think he can do some good for us at some point here. But... Out of the bullpen. Out of, I'm gonna say this. I genuinely do think Kikuchi is going to be half decent out of the bullpen because one, right? And listen, another plug. I've had other guys, other fishing official podcasts, tell me how different it is out of the bullpen. It's such mm-hmm. a different mindset where I think Kikuchi is such a mental midget where he could be like, listen, you say, let this mother, you have such a good fastball, let it eat for one inning. You don't have to worry about longevity. You don't have to worry about a lineup seeing you multiple times. Let it eat for one fucking inning. Throw the fastball that works for you located obviously and just let it eat for an inning fuck it let it eat you don't worry about a long jab you don't have to worry about going six seven innings none of that shit let it eat for one fucking inning and let's see how it goes and i genuinely do think he's going to be decent out of the bullpen i do i but he's not 16 million dollars out of the no bullpen, no one's that but he's good out man. of the bullpen he's going to be decent out of the bullpen he doesn't even throw his best pitch statistically this season his best pitch is his changeup. He's only thrown 225 of them. He has a batting average against on that pitch of 097. But he throws his slider a ton that has a batting average against of 315. Wow. So it's like, 
hey Pete, let's check some of the numbers here at some point. Like he's he is so far behind if you just make him a fastball changeup guy, who knows like what can happen here. Yeah. I you gotta think too. You gotta think that his fastball, like what do you think he I was trying to figure out what he maxes out at. Like what he's maxed 90, out. Ninety it has to be ninety seven, ninety eight, right, Dave? Um, I'll go on pitchers list here. They'll give me um, like if he could throw that with his change, like his changeup would be even more effective. But, but you, you know what? When you really go to the when you go to the bullpen, bullpen, you do simplify your pitch selection. You, yeah, because you don't you don't you don't have to throw five six pitches. Exactly. There's no bullpen guys. Like yeah. for example, I'm pretty sure Corbin Burns is a two pitch guy. No, I'm not uh, comparing yeah. you say to Corbin fucking Burns. But what I'm saying is, if Kikuchi can go two pitch sequence, 97 mile an hour fastball, and his changeup, which is a good a a good pitch, he's gonna be decent. Like he. Hitters are going to be off balance, especially if you go from facing Barrios to Kikuchi or Ross Stripling, who throws like not the fastest to Kikuchi. I think it could work, man. I seriously, I'm trying to be optimistic. I do think it could work potentially. I mean, his most recent start, his average fastball was 95 miles an hour. That can play out of the bullpen. But that's not, that's 97 if you talk. A lot of people, um, they'll rein it back a little bit if you know you're starting, right? I, I wonder what stripling's differences are probably not that crazy but if he's a 97 98 guy out of the pen for an inning we can use that yeah uh, so. it's not a crazy thing it really isn't man like it him or trent thornton like trent thornton throws like he's so bad i whatever that's just besides the fact he's <laughs> fucking and he is what about a uh, little pearson eh maybe he'll come in and <laughs> say no uh, no, no, no. I'm hearing rumors, and I think Avery sent this to us. Jer- Julia Merriweather must be on some sort of ringworm medication. This guy is sitting 98. Yeah. Call this motherfucker up now. This guy is this guy is on the loose. I mean, they're pretty much mm-hmm. tweeting about him like we got fucking Nolan Ryan coming out of the bullpen in AAA Buffalo. There's a lot of good things being talked about Julia Merriweather that for sure he's going to be shit when he comes back up. <laughs> They're talking about them that, just, he's, yeah. that he's going to be awesome, and I and I believe them. I hand up. I think he's going to be awesome again. But <laughs> may, you're buying the propaganda. I'm all in, man. I am. Yeah, just give me the cheese. I'm the rat. I'll fucking eat it. I don't care. Yeah, I'll eat it, it too. Ninety. Yeah. Give Shed the cheese. He's the rat. Yeah, I'll fucking eat it, brother. I don't mind. So you're all in on the Julian Merriweather? You're I'm not Julian in. I just want to see. I just want to see a hundred. I don't give a fuck who it's from. <laughs> Zach Pop, I'll let him throw sinkers at 100. I like it. I don't mind. Listen, Zach Pop, that's is it? Is it a sinker rave? What is it? Yeah, yeah, it's a sinker. That is, that's a wipeout pitch if I've ever seen one. That thing has made hitters look idiotic. But he gives up a lot of hits on it, uh, which kind of surprises me too. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at some. I might be a pro Zach Pop guy. I might I like be a Zach. Zach Pop truther. I do like Zach Pop. He throws. He throws the second most sinkers in all of baseball, like percentage wise. And he has the 31st um, average velocity on his sinker. But I think that's just as fastballs. Um, and it gets a zone swing percentage of 42%. Not bad. A call strike and whiff rate of 26%. Not bad. But it has an expected average of 238. Pretty good. I don't think it's a bad pitch at all. Okay. So if you guys are John Schneider. Are you rolling out that same lineup tomorrow in Yankee Stadium? Where are you guys at with that? Because Chapman leadoff, listen, that, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's, I've had enough of that. 
the just leading off a game with a four pitch strikeout. <laughs> no, listen, I, I'm a Chapman truther. Leave him in the six hole, whatever, five hole. Let please, for the love of God, just keep Springer up there, DH and whatever the fuck you have to do, because Springer clearly hasn't lost a beat at the plate because today he he might you might you can make the argument Springer saved the season like that was fucking elite off the bench. Yeah, that was good. That little bloop shit over. Yeah. Um, Just to get, get off me fast. It was crazy. But... It's like we can't. He's so hurt. He couldn't even play the field, right? They had to, they had to change him out for Jackie Bradley. He has, he has a pastrami arm. He has a, his, his arm is just in shambles. Like, I genuinely do wonder how he look. He's wearing a bionic arm. Like you mentioned, like what he is wearing mm-hmm. on his arm is not normal. Like, that's not a fucking arm sleeve, people. That is a no. goddamn bionic arm. His arm is fucked. No, it's a full on brace. I can't wait to hear like at the end of the season, like, yeah, uh, George Springer needs Tommy John. He's missing up to July of next year. <laughs> like, that's just we. Well, that's what we can expect. I right? honestly like, think that's... that's close to where we're at with it. It's got to be right. And what Whit Merrifield is at the plate. He's been tough. Not what, what do you think about moving Kirk, man? Because he's hit shitty. I think he's hitting 222 since the All-Star break. He he showed signs today he's though, man. Today, yeah. But for right? like Yeah. He's just a, you Vaughn's have f- to move him. You have to move him down in the order. Like Jano's right? hit hasn't hit great either. Um No, so Jan, I'm Jan fine with, I'm, he's, he's my guy. He's been struggling, man. Yeah. He's been struggling bad. But I'm fine with at least trying different things like that was like mm-hmm. Bo Bichette could be hitting zero and Charlie Montoya wouldn't have moved him out of the two hole. Like legit no hits all year, but he's like, yeah, <laughs> he's got to be there. So. Yeah, he's, he's due. He's statistically due. So at one point today on stream, I did want to be disappointed by the lineup and it made me want to throw up, but it won. So like how mad can I really be about the lineup? And how good can't be mad. How good did it feel putting up a crooked, num- crooked number? I can't remember the last time the Jays did it. Like, I'm talking, listen, the Jays scored four and one, I think, last week or something like that and stuff like that. But seeing a like a five, a six spot on a team, hanging up a six spot, let's fucking go, dude. I, Yeah, I, we haven't felt that since August 4th. The Jays put up a nine spot. I think that's when I tweeted the, it's World Series or bust now. But, um, yeah, terrible sequence of events happened after that. But um, <laughs> it, it, it felt great. Like, I, I – it, you have a little pep in your step. You feel better. It's just, it's the greatest thing of all time. It really is putting up a cricket number. The Yankees will never feel that again. Unfortunately, they're the most pathetic poverty team, maybe in baseball. They, they stink out loud. They, they, they should hope tonight's game get rain gets rained out so they can prepare a little more for the blue Jays. I think it's going to get rained out anyways, but yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not great. Um, last 30 days. Again, I, think i did this last episode but we're into danny jansen hitting 152 and alejandro kirk hitting 224 the last 30 days and we have kirk hitting in the four hole for that time so kind of correlating to not providing offense at the top there i think yeah love him though mm-hmm. i do not like seeing him those lazy grounders to shortstop which feels like he's hit doing every single time because we know he has no chance of running them out because he's not <laughs> fast guy or even to like in the gap and like behind second base it's yeah. like he's gonna make this guy's second baseman's gonna pick it up and like lob it to first and it's still gonna be an out <laughs> yeah it is a game of runs though he's bound to struggle at some point here but hopefully 
Hopefully they can figure it out. We can't just can we have talk no about, production. From can we talk one. about the biggest news of the news of the week? Yeah, um, I'd love to. Moment of silence, thirty seconds. Um, Bradley Zimmer was DFA'd. Um, not many words. <laughs> not many words to go behind it. Um, a guy that clearly, if you look at the Jays' record without him, was a morale guy. A guy that kept <laughs> the locker room loose. All the boys loved him. Next thing you know, he gets DFA'd and Jays go one and two. What was your favorite Bradley Zimmer moment? And I'll say this. I'm happy his last hit with the Blue Jays was a home run on Canada Day, like a month and a half ago. <laughs> it just makes it. It's just like, that's our like that's that's our guy. Like Bradley Zimmer hits yeah. on K. He's Canadian. He's a, he, had on, he had a home run on Canada Day. That's our king. What was your guy's favorite Bradley Zimmer moment? Was it a pinch run attempt? Maybe a <laughs> fielding? I have no favorite Bradley Zimmer. Moment. I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna actually one of my favorite. It goes back to that the guy who was interviewing guys, and there's actually a go search it up. But there's an interview with Bradley Zimmer. Yeah, I saw that too. It was on my uh, and, reels you know, on Insta. It's quite emotional when he talks about <laughs> his inspiration, who taught him how to play baseball, is Michael Brantley. You nice. Know, and Same a hitter. guy who hits over 300. Same. You know, they're very similar. So Same I- hitter. If we want to be honest, did you guys not find it weird that Jackie Bradley wasn't the one DFA'd? No. Why would Jackie Bradley be DFA'd? Yeah. At least he Jackie has Bradley's that. just better Zimmer. He's just. Um, but he's, he's not better pulse. defensively, and he's not faster. So I feel like maybe I, I think that. that would have been a massive like fuck you to the Red Sox and kind of a power move. The Jays were like, "You're done." <laughs> like Springer, yeah. you're done, Jackie. But he definitely Jackie has provides. He can. He's hit. the only guy with. He's the only guy on the team with fucking playoff experience besides George Springer, though. True. And Ro- I guess Didn't Ross. Think Tripp- about yeah. that. I guess Ross Tripp- But Jackie Bradley is going to be a guy you're going to be able to put out in center field late, late innings in the playoffs. The Jays make it and be like, he's not. The, he's not going to crumble under the moment. If there's like a a bang bang play or he has to make a throw somewhere, he's not going to crumble. Because he's been there before. He's been in the World Series. He's won a World Series. So I don't hate the fact they didn't DFA him. They DFA'd our King Zimmer, unfortunately. One has to go. It's the business. But Jackie Bradley Jr. is like, just having that name on the roster kind of adds a little bit of a flair to the Toronto Blue Jays. Even though he's one of the worst hitters I've ever seen. But Zimmer's worse. Yeah. Zimmer's worse. What are George Springer's, uh, Abe might know this, but are his like back end stats and center bad? Um, Like, DRS and outs above average. Yeah, no, he, he like, has to be good DRS. He is so good defensively. That's what I mean. Like, so I mean, I, I I know the elbow thing, and it probably, but like, even like, if George Springer was healthy, I'd I'd want him in center field in the ninth. Is it just me? He's not gonna be healthy. Like, I, I know, I know, but like, like, but like back then, like people were thinking like we'd always do that, but that's not really like a known thing, but. When George Springer was healthy, we were moving him to right. When Zimmer would come to the lineup, I'm fine. Yeah, like that is true. He was. I'm not a big fan of that, to be honest, myself. But that's because his ex center fielder, dude. It's kind of a is it crazy to say I kind of I kind of miss Zimmer because he's fucking actually like really good defensively. Like he, <laughs> I mean, he's a huge body. Avery and I looked at his defensive stats. I think a couple episodes ago, right, Ave? Yeah. And his defensive stats are like, whoa, like this guy could be like a pretty good 
pinch runner, like pinch fielder, mm-hmm. defensive replacement type of guy. Like so, um, George Springer doesn't have good defensive run saved numbers as a Blue Jay. Really, minus one last year and minus two defensive run saved after being seven and six the two years before. So interesting. Maybe it's a throwing thing, but no, I thought Bradley Zimmer was a really good fielder. So I'll look up his um, defensive run save too. Yeah. It's just weird. Like obviously you, you want to keep Jackie Bradley because of the name, but man, I mean, we need them to hit at this point because George Springer's out so often. So yeah. it does. make. And would Merrifield and listen, would Merrifield has been, how does he have more than one hit with the Toronto Blue Jays? I, yeah, um, he got two hits the first game. Two hits, two hit wit right away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he started striking out a weird amount, which isn't ideal. Maybe it's the vaccine. Yeah, fuck. And then Bradley Zimmer has two defensive run saves this year. So Really? Two? Yeah. Better fielder. So Bradley Zimmer is – can we make the argument he's the best outfielder to ever be DFA'd? Yep, we could. Bradley Zimmer is the best. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's the best ever outfielder. He's the best outfielder ever to be DFA'd. And whoa, I, I mean, Whit Merrifield might have. You know that saying? Even we play golf, when I start out with like a par. I'm like, this is terrible because I started off way too hot. Yeah. Whit Merrifield started out way too hot with the Jays. Like we're talking XT, but he went two for five, two for five, one for three. That's. That's a recipe for failure. Like you, you can't start <laughs> off too hot. Like the end, the expectations are too high. Since then, he is three, three for like twenty-three. Yeah, no, he, he started off too hot. Unfortunately, right? I think so. I think that's why. Yeah, you can't, you can't start off too hot. Um, by the way, did you guys happen to see that sink today? Yeah, I did see that. Were we at an on route or something? No, I was at a, a college campus or university campus dropping off coupon. Dude, <laughs> I go to the bathroom and I like do I do like a double take. I'm like, is that a three in one sink? Like, this is the fucking great. This is the greatest thing ever invented. Like, if you showed that to Babe Ruth, he would have a seizure. <laughs> like, if Babe Ruth saw a three in one sink where it's like you could do all three at once, that fat fuck would just have a seizure. It's crazy because the middle, you wash your hands, obviously. Yeah. And then the the left, which is kind of a mix-up. Usually, it should be the right. The left is the soap. And then you go like this, wipe, wipe, wipe. And then the right is the fucking fan. It's the greatest – It's or the blow dryer. It's the greatest thing ever invented. Have you guys ever encountered a three-in-one sink? That's what I'm drawing. I have not. No, I've never. So, seen. wait. Can you explain this sink? Because I saw the video. So the middle is the, the so it's water. like it, it, it's like how do I describe it? It's like the bottom of a field goal post. Okay. All right. So it's flat. So yeah. So there's three nozzles. There's three okay. udders. The right is the is the blow dryer. The center you put like it, it's censored. So you put your hand under which one you want. It's the greatest thing ever. It's like I wanted to rip it out of its bearings and take it home. That's what I wanted to do. And then the left is the soap. So you go soap. Da, 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 right blow dry it's it's three and one it does the job wow. and i you don't want to talk about shout out i think it's georgian college aurelia campus you guys got that motherfucker locked down there is no chlamydia circling around that <laughs> there is no covid circling around 
uh, Georgetown College Aurelia campus because they got that washroom on lock. And then you walk in and there is just a shit ton of like condoms just right there. It's like, oh, yeah. Whoa, we're whoa like this is this is incredible there's no children and there's just fucking three in one sinks i think i should have went to georgians what i'm trying to say i think i'm recruiting the <laughs> listeners because a lot of our listeners are close to going into college i would take a little look at georgian college aurelia that's what i'm trying to say take a little maybe take a visit go to the three in one sinks send a video mm-hmm. to us if you at the three in one sink and yeah let us know what you guys think but it's the greatest invention of ever it's the greatest thing since sliced bread do you know that you know that babe Ruth killed his wife what yeah that's that's that might be not true don't get abe going on this it's true jared knows it's true babe ruth did not kill his wife <laughs> yes he did he burned her house down and she was inside of it <laughs> you know he how do you know he burnt his her house um because they were they were fighting he had this new girl and once she died within a week he was married to this new girl like right away and her her brother um, said there's some risky business going on because Babe Ruth was a volunteer for the fucking New York uh, Police Department. No one investigated. <laughs> he just gets away with murder, by the way. So anytime people want to talk about Babe Ruth, just know he killed his fucking wife. Okay. <laughs> so have we turned into... Do you guys know that like TikTok channel where it's like these guys that come up with these out of fucking absurd out to lunch takes like... Uh, why a song is called this why a song is called that or shit like that you guys know so we just turned into that because avery is out here just throwing accusations that are outlandish out of the window that babe ruth is a fucking murderer i made a is full that... tiktok i'll post it on the account tomorrow on babe ruth murdering his wife so babe ruth is a, pe- is a piece of shit we knew that though he was a yankee yeah, he was yeah he's the worst but have you guys um locked into that manti teo doc on netflix yet no i actually oh. I'm, I'm gonna watch it tonight is it good it's fucked man you feel i feel so bad for him i don't feel bad for him no you will feel bad for like trust me you'll feel bad for no him. spoilers but why like why would i feel bad though like is there like so a certain... right away it was like um i don't this, feel bad though this person who was talking as his girlfriend um now identifies as a transgender woman and just was like finding herself or him. What? Sorry, I don't fucking know. Yeah, but use proper pronouns. Finding that. themselves um, was just like being on Facebook and like pretending to lead guys on, and then okay, just no, 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 no. Okay, I don't feel bad. You're giving for too him. much here. Don't, no, but like, Jr. Is it crazy to say you don't feel bad for you? You, you don't. You have to watch. Get... You won't. I okay, thought the I same thing. Really under. Okay, I understand. I'd have to go. It's been a while since that story fucking broke with the fake girlfriend but like well i guess i'd be spoiling if i was asking this dave but like so you're saying that the story was i mean it's a it's this, a new story a it doesn't need to be spoiled yeah so it they played like high school sports together i think and oh so w- he knew the person so she was she was real no but it's a guy who at the time who would pretend to so be why a were girl. they saying it was fake because there was never a girl they never existed Okay, wow, but what I'm saying absurd. is the fact wow. that he this is why and listen to the it's kids here. Fake. The kids here that are listening, all right? If you are talking to a girl via social media and one you've never seen her or two, she just refuses to send you pictures or the picture she sends you looks weird as fuck or she refuses to FaceTime you, that's on fucking you. That is on you, dude. Like 
So you're telling me this guy had a girlfriend. He would never FaceTime, even though he never saw her in person. That is a hundred percent on it. Like, Hey, you want to FaceTime? No, I can't. That's not fishy. So Come at on, one bro. Point- this is, this is the same guy that clicks yeah. the fucking emails from the African princes. Oh, I have a million dollars. Do you want a million dollars? Click this. And then the PS5 giveaways on Twitter. So Not too one, many tail. I don't feel bad for him. I don't. One, you'll watch and you'll you'll feel differently. That's fine. I understand. I'm I came from the same area, but at one point, the doc this guy, got you. The this, doc uh, got you. Yeah, this this guy began to work. This guy, girl, or whatever they are, um, at one point had just like when they would try to meet up with her, she, she would just like cut it off. So she would pretend like different voices on the phone and just said that his girlfriend died to him, told him that she was dead the same day that his like actual grandmother died. And he just, that's like, fuck. okay. That I feel bad for like made a that whole story of it. For. And then at one point he was playing USC later that year. And the guy who was like catfishing Manti Teo comes up and like meets him after the game and like says hi to him, whatever with like one of the kids that he would talk to all the time on the was phone. Was he shocked? He doesn't know yet, but you will feel that you watch it's a must so he knows now though right like he knows it was he's in the documentary like he is full-on a part of it i can't wait to watch this and like immediately i can't wait to watch this then immediately like comment on the instagram like uh digress what i said (laughs) you need to you need to you need to give like a a, it's a 300 pound transgender woman who was leading him on poor manti but listen here another thing we Avery and I, we know what it's like. You go to school in the U.S. If you are playing on the University of Notre Dame football team and you can't fuck at the University <laughs> of Notre Dame, you deserve to be catfished. You deserve, yeah. you deserve to be. If you have to pull a girl online off a of fucking RuneScape, you deserve you deserve to be catfished. It, you're, you're shooting also dynamite wasn't in the just fucking lair. This guy was fucking. He was the star of the highly team. Highly counted players coming in. Yeah, he was a uh, two-time Heisman finalist. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this guy can't wheel wheel broads at his. But he is, was like, he was with little... her. He talked to her like for four years, dude. Like it, oh, it gets. And I, I feel less bad. I just feel wait, less bad. Just wait. No, I don't get. I don't get how. Like, did they know each other from high school? Well, how did he never see her and still dated her for four years? Dude? Well, because she was in California and he was in South Bend, Indiana. How the fuck did they meet? He always or tried to see her. That's... Yeah. Okay, this I'm is gonna talking, end here. Fucking FaceTime. What? She had a Samsung Galaxy. She no said the Snapchat? camera was broken every time no. for four years. Four years. Yeah, I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. This is this is ridiculous. Abe. Going back to the man, Manny T- whatever the fuck his name is. Let's let let's take a step back, Avery. You didn't watch the documentary, all right? You are talking because obviously you fucker, you wheel girls from <laughs> fucking PEI, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, whatever the fuck you do. I don't know what you're doing. If yeah, but you I, but, but, you, meet, but girl, you meet them first, you know? I understand that. I, okay. Again, that's what a logical human being does. Yes. That's not what Manny Teo does. How, how do you get catfished for four years? Think about where you were at four years ago, okay? Four years ago, you were just selling pumpkins, JR, at fucking <laughs> your school. Was. If you Could you imagine a four-year time period, which is, I think, like, what is that? Like 20% of my life? Four years, you get captured. That doesn't make sense. Never seeing her face and hearing her mouth actually fucking talk. No, I don't feel bad for that. That's just not having a brain, dude. What do you mean? It's love is blind in reality. That's a crazy show, by the way. That show is. (laughs) But they actually see each other. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, I actually do see each other. 
have you guys watched speed about netflix this is just going to turn the middle of the show on the netflix because the jays have been so bad that this is what we have to talk about have you guys seen the netflix documentary of the guy that had that revenge porn site i started watching <laughs> it is the most fucked documentary i have and makes zero sense how it was legal I, you I, don't talk about jr no i i saw the uh the tinder swindler that was a okay, good okay i didn't too. see that I didn't that was a good one that. okay yeah it was a good one um, the one you're the, talking about i have no clue i don't like you should watch it too he, he ran like a revenge porn website but he wouldn't and i'm not going to ruin it but he would <laughs> post the no but the thing is so listen it's one thing to post the revenge porn shit right it's like, illegal whatever. it's yeah. illegal it's legal he would post the people's social media their name and a picture of like their Facebook where they live in shit. He would post all of it beside their nude. Like it was wild how we had access to all this shit. And it would just, it, it, this guy was the biggest piece of shit human. Like people would be like, please take that down. Like I lost my job. My family doesn't talk to me. My dad hates me. Like I got kicked out of the house and he would just laugh right in their fucking face and just never, never delete the shit. It was wild. Saw Dave Portnoy tweeting about it, saying he's like probably the worst human to ever live. <laughs> and he's on TikTok now. This guy, Hunter no Moore. Way. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. I was I went through the rabbit hole. He did a podcast a couple weeks ago. I watched it. No accountability at all <laughs> whatsoever. He went to jail. But yeah, did he, did he go to jail at some point? Nine months. <laughs> That's it. Okay. But yeah, it's wild. But um. Let's get back into the Blue Jay talk here, boys. We got to talk about the series. Before we'll go into the series this week, I wanted to, to touch on something again in the Blue Jay series. I'm starting to jump off the train that it was Charlie Montoyo's fault. Stop. I Listen, I hated Charlie Montoyo. The, this team isn't constructed to be like the, – the pitching-wise isn't constructed to be a very good baseball team. The fact that Ben Verlander had them go into the the <laughs> World Series should just have his shit revoked for even saying that on live television. But Charlie Montoyo, actually, never mind. Fuck Charlie Montoyo. Well, see, 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 you're. I'm almost in the same spot as you, but I don't think if we gave him a good team, mm-hmm. it would have mattered. Like I don't. He's think. not. He's not the right guy to win a World Series. That was why we got rid of him. Yeah, you're right. Because, I, right? I digress. Like fuck you, Charlie Montoya. The team isn't there, but like he also just wasn't. If we had the nastiest team alive, I wouldn't want Charlie Montoya. Yeah, you're right. Team. Fuck Charlie Montoya. He could have been, he, he been fine with like the Astros. The Astros rip on Dusty Baker like it is no one's fucking business. Like imagine ripping your manager, a new asshole, when you are. First place by a legitimate landslide. Like you yeah. are first. It's a what is it? it's like? Got to be like four or five games at this point now. They're in first by, but they hate his uh, lineup construction and playing Chaz McCormick as much as he does. <laughs> I don't know how I got on to Astros Twitter, but you're an Astros Twitter guy now, man. Well, some sometimes I'll just click on a beat writer, and then you know how it shows you, um, like you go down like, the rabbit hole like from accounts and it'll just kind of show up on my feet all the time. And it's just people ripping dusty bacon. I feel bad. Cause he's, he's, a, seems like an awesome dude, but they yeah. don't like him at all. And listen, the Ross, I mean, the Ross Atkins talk has to continue because listen, 
the Jays' management was cheap as fuck, okay, and they didn't want to sign Alex Anthopoulos. That was a messy breakup. And look at what Alex Anthopoulos is oh doing in Atlanta. God. He just finessed the bag again. A guy that's a potential rookie of the year, top two, obviously. Strider, I think, is going to win it, biased by me. Michael Harris to a seven-year contract for, what, $79 million? It's the biggest fleece job. And listen to this. They have Acuna, Albies, Austin Riley, and Michael Harris for $419 million combined. That's what you get a superstar for. <laughs> yeah, and they at, have look at four of them. Contract. It's... I mean, Ozzy Albies and uh, Ronald Acuna are two yeah. of the most underplayed players in all of baseball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like that's it's like they does. held them at gunpoint, and made them fucking sign their contract, and <laughs> they made no sense. But it's a master class, and he calls up players from Double A, Von Grissom, and like Michael Harris. Von Grissom's so good. Oh my god, he's so good. But could you but imagine? He, like, did you see who he called up um, yesterday? His king, the, Ryan Gones, has been called up to the Atlanta yeah, Braves. Yeah, yeah, no heard, yeah, way. yeah, Ryan Gones. But he still yeah. plays. And surprised yeah, still me, plays. too. Still sure, ball? I live in the dream. He actually, funny story about Ryan Gones. So my, uh, a really good buddy of mine going to his wedding in December, Nolan Kingham played for the Gwinnett Stripers, and yep. Ryan Gones was there. He told me Ryan Gones is the best locker room guy of all time. Like, nice. they go out to the bar. Ryan Gones pays for everything. No, not even second guess. So throws his card on the table. They go to dinner. He pays for everything. If the boys have a shitty meal in AAA, he's got he money just, like that. Yeah, he just soaks it. Like I, I don't know if he has money like that, but he's just such a good locker room dude. He's getting paid a million dollars to be in the minors. Yeah. Oh, so, hell yeah. Like he understands. He, like, he has feel. He has feel like that these people that are like struggling in the minors. He's the best guy of all time. But to give people a perspective, all right. Listen, Bobachet has not as much as we haven't talked shit about Bobachet. He has what three years left, Avery? Something like that. Not sure. What Alex Anthopoulos did is he signed guys like Vladdy, who's up for contract soon, for seven more years. <laughs> Bobachet for seven more years, and all these young guys that are like, oh man, these guys, these guys are going to get paid a lot down the road. But the, another aspect of it is you're he's doing it to avoid arbitration and not have a bad bridge between the player and the owner. He's signing them until like a couple years after Arbit, they'd be up for arbitration or the rookie contract would be done. So he's just holding on to them and kind of putting a bridge there to keep the relationships good between both. So Alex because Bo, Bo already genius. freaked out about his deal. Didn't he? That's what I'm start, saying. Start Alex, the season. If Alex Anthopoulos is still here, do you think that Bo Bichette has a seven year deal like that? Yeah. Like, a bridge kind of contract where it's like keep you're going to be here here good. for your prime yeah yeah it's yeah, crazy what keep... he did the, the and and you said the albies one's crazy uh jr the acuna one's more crazy acuna well, is the, like a 350 million dollar guy 400 they million do, dollar right guy. like they take they take the risk because if it works out then it's like a huge huge advantage right like tatis is like they signed him for a lot but it was early, obviously. But now it's it's fucking killing them. But you also got to kind of remember, again, right? Like, like the problem was with these contracts is a little risky. Like, like Acuna, for example, like that injury, right? Yeah. Like, and who knows if he would have been like that? Could have been like a 
career-defining injury. But $17 million for Acuna in his 25, 26, 27-year prime? Are you kidding? It's because these guys get nothing. And then when they get a big contract, they sign it, right? I was about to say the same thing. It's kind of like where you come from, too. Tatis Mm -hmm. definitely had money growing up. His dad was in the big leagues. And then who knows what Albies and Acuna do growing up. It's like that's generational like money for people like that who Mm -hmm. come from nothing. Yeah, so, that's like true, but that's like if we locked up when Vlad had the bad year, AA would have locked him up, bang, right that and get a discount. Yeah. Right. Double and then the, the year girl. after he would have looked like a genius. When I Vlad went off. And by the way, like listen, Jay's fans, close your ears. Ronald Acuna Jr. makes a million dollars less than Yusei Kikuchi. Sorry, I had to say it. I I, I had, had to, to do the it. tweet too. It was low hanging fruit. I had to do it <laughs> after he had a shitty start. <laughs> Yeah, a million dollars less, but yeah, it's um. And by the way, boys, like we got to give our flowers to Vladdy. He's been a spark plug for this team. He's been the only guy on this team with that's shown like a pulse. When the Jays lost with Alec Manoa start, what does Vladdy do in the first inning? Two run fucking 120 mile an hour nuke to left field, and then he gets a nuke the day before, and I'm like, whoa, like these guys, like this team is back. Obviously, they weren't. Um. But Vladdy's been the he's been the guy that's like the old, old reliable. Like I said with Ross Stripling, that three a.m. girl you call after a night at Seeps or whatever in London, and Hell you yeah. just you you give him a ring, and he's gonna be there at the doorstep. Uber, he's gonna pay for the Uber himself, <laughs> and that's what he's gonna do. He's not gonna ask for a split fare. He's just gonna do it. And it is crazy to me that there are still Vladdy haters, like in the comment sections, and they're like. If Vladdy doesn't fucking swing a sword because he ground into a double play one time, it's like, dude, Vladdy has been during this stretch of the Jays being terrible. Vladdy has been the only, dare I say, positive thing with this team. Like, let's look at his last fifteen. Two eighty six, like yeah, two eighty six is last fifteen, which is the the last fifteen is you can argue that's when the Jays have been struggling. Two eighty six, four home runs and sixty three at bats, like. That's all you can ask for from a guy like Vladdy, man. I mean, and by the way, MajorLeagueBaseball.com has his nickname as LK. What the fuck is that? Can we talk about <laughs> that? Is that his nickname? I I don't know. Has anyone heard of Vladdy being called LK? That's that's just that's not a thing, right? You don't make a nickname for a nick a guy with a nickname. His nickname is Vladdy. <laughs> it's not LK. Yeah, no, that's the fuck is LK. If you go on baseball reference, they have some of the worst nicknames of all time. LK, what the fuck does that stand for? It's it's his nickname is first of all, I don't know what that means. E L K. Should we search what that means? I thought it'd be like at least Placata or some shit, you know? (laughs) Yeah, just a a shit ton of like Elks show, show up on so. Yeah, there's there's just no way we could search what that means because it's just. I think a guy out. who was kind of underrated this um, this series was Santiago Espinal. Probably not underrated, but he was a nice little spark plug. Um, I did say it was nice for him to show a little heart by bunting for a hit yesterday, and then the nice little double in the gap today to kind of seal it. So maybe he's trying to fucking win his job. And back. I'm gonna he- back that up with you, Avery. That's a great take. So. Santiago Espinal in the last seven games, which is, I believe, what this homestand was, right? Seven games, six games. 10 for 23, two RBIs, only three strikeouts, 435 average, 435 OBP, 478 slugging. Wow. So Santiago Espinal, although still, in my opinion, he shouldn't have been an all-star, has been nothing but like a bright spot in the bottom of the lineup who it seemed like this whole homestand was just 
this whole bottom of the lineup was just automatic out this whole homestand. Espinal was the only guy like getting on base. So yeah, you got to give your flowers to Espinal. He's been awesome, especially this last mm-hmm. like week or so. Right. I mean, if we have to run with guys who are going to be hot in the bottom of the lineup, I don't mind that. So let him have his run here. This, this how big do you think this series is? Biggest of the I, year. Really? You think so? <laughs> it's well, hear me out. Right. <laughs> JR's fucking giggly bits over here. Hear me out. This is the biggest season of the year because one. All right. I think the Yankees game's not going to get played tonight. Right. So that's seven were, innings. What do you, oh, okay. They were playing it's through seven the innings. Yeah. It's a loss. It's, it, it's marked as a loss after five innings. Yeah. So it's a loss on the Yankees. Oh, okay? fuck, dude. So the Jays are going to be playing the Yankees. Obviously, a lot of games back here. But the, there are so many teams on their ass. This is a massive opportunity to gain ground against a AL East opponent and show the AL East. Listen, we had a we, we had a tough stretch here. All right, we were cat shit for a week and a bit, probably a longer than a week. Now we're gonna put our balls on the table mm-hmm. and we're gonna fucking beat the Yankees in Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. Barrios is gonna bounce back. Everyone's gonna bounce back. This offense is gonna show up, and why not beat on the team that's already down? Yankees have been absolutely nothing short of horrendous. The worst team in the AL East since the All-Star break. This is a massive series, boys. I genuinely do think this. I, I Beating the Yankees in Yankee Stadium would put a fucking stamp of approval for the Gate 14 boys. Like, this team's fucking back. This team is all the way back. What uh, the Garrett Cole versus Mitch White game feels a little one-sided. Oh, fuck. I, I totally forgot about that. Fuck. But other than that, I think we're in a decent spot. Here. Mitch White is about to grab his balls and have a hell of a start. <laughs> Can we say that if Mitch White beats Garrett Cole, JR is going to buy a Mitch White jersey? <laughs> if he if he records the win. Okay, fine. Is that handshake? Can you even buy a Mitch White jersey on the internet? Yeah, you can get a fucking Mitch White jersey. I don't care if it's from DH. Okay, just handshake. make sure you get, get a Mitch White DHA. handshake. If he All right, records so the win, he has this to is, the win. Uh, now I'm fired up for Saturday. If, yeah. if Mitch White, and by the way, I'll do it too. You know what? I'll do it. We'll do a three-way order of a Mitch White. <laughs> we'll get every DHA. uniform that the Jays have, and we'll. I call the baby blue. Actually, no, the baby blue on DHK shit. I call the white. I call the white Mitch White jersey. All right, whatever if you Mitch want. If Mitch White beats Garrett Cole, by the way, the amount of Twitter memes and roasts that mega is going to happen yeah. is Mega Meat Mitch will be the greatest thing that's ever walked the planet. <laughs> he would be build a statue. If, if Mega Meat Mitch beats Garrett Cole, the $300 million man, in Yankee Stadium, that will be the greatest, my favorite moment of the year. It will be. It'll be my favorite moment of the year. Garrett Cole losing to Mitch White. Like, the, the- the Vladdy three homer game seems forever ago, but that's got to be one of my favorite moments. Oh, of the I totally year. forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But what would that, be like a uh, funny? Uh, meme? That felt like that team was so fucking good. Our team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> that team was a whack. <laughs> that team, <laughs> team is poverty. <laughs> that team was a wagon. Oh, like that. God. I just remember that Vladdy three home run game and like the infamous JR clip. The Yankees can't hit, man. And by the way, JR, you could start dancing on some graves here. Like, we got old takes exposed on TikTok a pretty significant amount by that take. Now you can start dancing. Do your dance, King. Do your dance because they they seriously can't hit. 
I, they, and you know what? Someone said it like their total won't hit potentially. Like they have to actually go like over 500 for that thing to hit. Like remember we were talking like it was an absolute walk in the park. Oh yeah. Like, they were talking. Oh my God. Like 107 wins, 110 wins. They got to play. I think it is 28 and 18 baseball. Tw- yeah. 28 and 18 baseball to hit a hundred wins. 28 and 18 is crazy. That is a really good win percentage. And especially against the, oh, like they're, Mm-hmm. Who they're playing coming up? That's not a gimme. Nope. So hashtag pray for the Yankees. Hug a Yankee fan tonight because Shag, they I don't are think, expert. I'm gonna say this: they're not gonna win 100 games this year. That'd be awesome. Like 98. <laughs> I I got something to say about the uh, the podcast charts. By the way, we're gonna fucking be right. number one here. End of the year. Do you think so? Yeah, because come playoff time. If they're picking, they're picking us, man. I'm telling you. So yeah, shout out to the nice. fucking people listening to this thing. Yeah. yeah, shout out, man. You guys are coming. Master Gator Nation, stand up. Because we didn't do this. All we do is just talk on a mic. Yes, Avery does the YouTube, the sound. I do the TikTok, and JR does the merch. But we're not the ones that are listening and investing their fucking mm-hmm. time into this podcast. Like, listen, I'm not going to tell you how many downloads we got, people. Obviously, we want to. The number's high. I will say that. Number three on the charts in all of Canada, dude. Like, you did that. Like, mm-hmm. I'll never not be grateful for that. It's crazy. Like, look at that and realize you don't realize how much advertisement dollars gets put into behind the letters. You know, like how much, like they, like Avery said, they mentioned it before every Jays game. They mentioned the behind the letters. They do them advertising to millions, millions of people. And to think the little fucking gate 14 boys, the little engine that could right on their fucking just, ass, just dog walks those little motherfuckers. And by the way, Mike Wilner, how's the fucking 11 spot bozo eight <laughs> spots ahead of you? You fucking bum. We dude, we have, like, I think I got to make that shirt. I am you, blocked by Mike Wilner. I think, it, I think <laughs> we should do a different one. That's just Wilner for prison. I'm, I'll do the mock-ups for you <laughs> because the amount of, it is kind of bad that now it's just every person tweets at us. Like I was just blocked by Mike Wilner and I, <laughs> one of them was flagged for sensitive content today. I had to go onto my own. Yeah, account. I don't know what he said. And listen, Mike, he didn't, he just showed a picture of Mike Wilner blocking him. I checked it. So it was yeah. fine. You know, well, it was listen. good times guys. We've come a long way, but the sweaters, the first <laughs> sample run yesterday, I opened my closet and I forgot I have that sweater. And I was that sweater is going to get etched in history forever. Like mm-hmm. that's going to be Put it in Cooperstown. <laughs> I'm going to give it to a 10 year old because it really doesn't fit me. That, that son, when he turns when, 10. whenever the blue Jays have some, so like when this podcast continues to grow and we're just consistently over Blair and Barker, that hoodie is going to sell at an auction for 20. <laughs> <laughs> that hoodie is going to sell at an auction for 20. It's going to sell to a guy on the Jays. One of the players are going to buy They're going to be like, listen, Bill Gates bought gate 14 original hoodie. And by the way, um, for the hoodies, I'm going to make the last day Friday. So I'm going to, I want to mm-hmm. tweet it. Like I'm going to do the announce tomorrow. Cause we want to like, listen for the people we haven't ordered your hoodies yet where we do the prepay and stuff. And then we're going to order it masks. I don't want you guys spending more money on it for, a smaller number of orders. So we are going to order it. I just want to say thank you to all the one that everyone that bought it and stuff like that, but you do have until Friday, but gate14.ca. Uh, we have a URL. Gate14.ca. So. Gate14.ca. But the Wilner for prison shirt, like we could just make that off Vista print. Like that is, I think it would actually do like, well, 
because like a we're gonna lot be of people blackballed actually... by so many people in Blue Jays media. <laughs> That's true, though. All those I just think I think that, be so no one it. likes Wilner. There's no way. Yeah. No, I it's think kind of like that... the Steve Simmons fucking. Oh, Steve Simmons. Is like I, I like the Ben Nicholson Smiths, the Arden Zwelling. I think those are. We should end. We should try and do something with those guys. I think they're good, mm-hmm. smart guys. But yeah. No, for sure. Wilner should. Yeah, prison. One of the sure. Jays writers would come on. I forget his name, but he would come on. He has like I actually I forgot to tell you guys this. I got a confirmation out of Jay's game from Jamie Campbell to come on the show. Fucking right. Yeah, I, I, I was like, he you know what's crazy is like he recognized the name. He's like, I think I've heard of that before. Like I was like, I'm with Gate 14. Uh, he, I don't know if he recognized it. I don't know if he has kids or something like that. Maybe his kids mentioned it to him or something from TikTok or whatever. Maybe it's a thing on Sportsnet, man. They're like, fuck, man. You think they're kids. like in the boardroom? They just have us on a fucking dartboard. Like, we got to figure out how to get down these motherfuckers. <laughs> Who talk about fake girlfriends. On Willer, fucking Willer's fu- fucking punching the wall. <laughs> Milner's like, those Milner's like they fucking- can't keep getting away with it. Mil- Milner's like refreshing his Apple podcast chart feed. Like, these motherfuckers are still at three. <laughs> yeah they're they're like how do we mimic this how do i be less of a fucking nerd and mimic I, this i really want to make i need to make it but like i'll i'll try it's gonna take a lot of time but that hitler scene <laughs> where like people like we need to make one it'll be fucking hilarious like it should be like wilner finding out that we hit three on the yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like I, well, I think you have to come in crew. more subtle with it instead of fucking Hitler. I say you just do like. <laughs> well, no, a, no, 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 no. It used no, no, to be memed a lot from a movie. It, yeah, and it's like a meme clip. Oh, I've, I've seen been, that. I've seen it that. Always I think I've seen that with the Jays. I mean, it's like ten-year-old thing that people used to do on YouTube. All I, yeah, I think it. I think it'd be funny so because you could funny. like be like, Mike would be like, obviously, Mike. Yeah, Mike would be like the rain, and he'd be like, um, where are those guys on the charts? And like his staff sergeant would be like. Three, sir. <laughs> yeah. No, they started off. They're like, oh, he would be like, shit. who listens to gate 14 here? And then like everyone would raise their hand and be like, get out. That's how it starts. Like, no, it would be like it would be like a Austin Power scene when uh Dr. Evil just has that button, sends guys into the fucking shark tank after they they're just like he's like <laughs> what do you what do you do with Will Farrell? It's like who listens to gate 14? Hand raise, immediate button press, launched into the fucking <laughs> flames. Like, it, 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 Mike Wilner is just pounding at this. Like, how how many interviews do I have to do with Ross Tripling to pass these guys? Like, how does it, he get them every time? Because <laughs> Ross Tripling used to do that podcast. Actually, fun fact, I had Ross Tripling on the Fish and Official podcast for 25 minutes. He loved me, but he was just his co-host. By the way, his co-host, the biggest piece of shit, like thought he was big time, like start on third base guy of all time, just the cockiest human being of all time on the pod. So maybe give it a listen if you uh, if you're listening to this. I've seen I've seen some clips from that one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he was just the cockiest piece of shit of all time. His uh, co-host Ross loved me. He's like, I wish we had more time, but like my co-host here, Coop, said we only had 25 minutes. Like I had to have to go. I was like, what the fuck? It was like 25 Who's minutes. Coop? Like, That's his co-host. But yeah, it was just wild. Um, let's go into the preview here. So obviously the Yankees downfall is just as beautiful as graceful. They're about to get swept by the Rays at home after losing a series to the Red Sox at Fenway. It's just like chef's kiss. The Yankees are dead. They're poverty. Everything's right in the world. Like fans want Aaron Boone fired. It's Aaron Hicks doesn't know how to catch pop fly. I don't know if you guys saw that yeah. in center field. He did like, 
I wish they had like some sort of fucking stat cast of like his line to the ball and the cash probability because he did like a thousand fucking turns. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. So Yankees are in the mud. The Jays not back, but there's they're they're I mean the bats are after today if they keep going, like you can say they're decent or decently hot, but let's fucking go, boys. Like let's win a series here. Can I say is a split a win in this series? Yeah. I'll ask you guys that first. Yep. Yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. I'm gonna predict a split. I was gonna predict a split too. Uh oh. <laughs> JR is I'm uh... going three one. Nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. If the Jays went three one, Yankees have been so bad, dude. They can't. I they mean, the Jays seriously can't hit. No, but like the, the Yankees. Like we say, the Jays' offense has been bad when they're putting up three, four runs. The Yankees don't even put three runs up. Like, look at their last couple games. Like, they've just been yeah, losing four, one two, nothing, three one, four nothing, three nothing, one. That's three, what I'm two. saying. Yeah. Like maybe we gotta fucking yeah. pump the brakes on the Jays' offense, even though like n- obviously don't do that. But like the Yankees' offense has been nothing short of poverty. Like poverty. They mm-hmm. are they're in shambles right now, folks. They really are, and I love it. So it makes me um, really happy to be honest. It does make me happy just seeing like you know what's crazy. After every Yankee game, Josh Donaldson's trending, and it's just a fuck ton of Yankee fans just roasting this dude. And Joey Gallo's just buzzing with the Dodgers. Two, I think he had another home run. Um, and the Do- and the Yankees are one and eleven since trading Gallo. So was Gallo the locker room guy? Some are saying, right? They do show a lot of videos of the Dodgers locker room, and he seems to be just a great guy. And he's got his beard back. He's a good looking guy, man. Yeah, not a nineteen sixty rule. Um, that is the dumbest you- rule of all time. <laughs> Lou Lamorello like, doing that in hockey too? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it's like let's we're not in the 1930s with Yankee players murdering wives. Like let's. It happened, man. You. I'll sh- I. I, I believe the you. Research. I, I, I believe you. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the evidence. Obviously, and I'll send you the TikTok. It's the first ever Skipper's TikTok video. Maybe 200 people watched it. Maybe I think less actually, but um, I got in the lab. It's fucking real. Yeah, yeah, it is real. Um. Yeah, I'm going to say 2-2. I'm going to say the Jays win the Mitch White start and the second game. I say they lose because the, the Yankees are due for a win. All right? They can I'm going to say that – I'm going to say the fuck Jays the Yankees, go – man. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, fuck the Yankees. I'm going to say Jays win the second and third game. Fuck it. I'm changing my course. Avery, fuck you, Mr. Non-Optimistic 2-2. Yeah. Jays win, you, the series, yeah. Jays win the series 3-1. Jays win the series 3-1. They win. They lose tomorrow. Win Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Or actually, Hell fuck it. Yes. No, 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 no. They oh win tomorrow. God. They win Friday. They win Saturday. And they go into fucking Fenway next week and with their balls hanging, like, welcome mm, to hell. I like welcome that. Welcome to fucking hell. Welcome to hell. Mm-hmm. Jays 3-1. They, they, win, they win the first three, lose the last. Lose the lose the, the finale at uh, on Sunday with Gossman on the mound. Unfortunately, terrible. Gosman's throwing Friday. Oh, he's throwing Friday? Who throws Sunday then? Uh, I think Manoa would throw. Oh, that's... We got mm-hmm. good rotation for this. Okay. Jay's, the rotation's there. The rotation pr- is prime. So, yeah. Let's fucking go. Let, let... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 3-1. Fuck the Yankees. Fuck Aaron Boone, who is the maybe the most wanted man in New York right now. Everyone just wants to fire him like, like he's Aaron Hicks playing center field. <laughs> um... Yeah, 
Uh, Yankees are in poverty again, and Nestor Cortez hasn't been that great either. I, ho- I hope we see him, right? Do we see him on nasty, Sunday? Nasty Nestor. Um, Do we see him Sunday? I think so. My phone's dead, so I, I don't think know. So. We should. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yankees are in the mud. I'm happy. The podcast is like buzzing. Uh, the TikTok is on the like. Listen, Mud Boy has matured and grown at a substantial mm-hmm. amount because although 98% of the TikTok comments in that rant video agreed with me, the 2% really fucking got to me. I will say that. <laughs> I came close to stitching shit, and when our no. when I respond, you comment, should, was, you should. It'd be good for our page, man. You should stitch so Feel free, man. Or you mean comment it, or no, you, not you, making no, the like, video on a comment, making right? a video yeah. instead of commenting it. I yeah. will listen. I will. We. I. It's yeah. too late now, obviously, but also we have to talk about that weird stitch I sent in the group earlier today. That was <laughs> awesome. What was that? And for the people listening. It was my rant, and it was this like older Asian gentleman, like nodding his head seductively. But was he biting his lip at one point? I don't know. Agreeing. He was. He did everything. I think I'm just happy his right hand wasn't shown because there might have been some strokes in there I didn't see. But he was. He gave a a chest tap at one point. Did he blow? No, he blew a kiss. Look at the video. Someone, Avery, pull up the video. He blew a kiss in the video. I, or he went it's like the this, worst video I've ever seen. Yeah, he did. He did the. Yeah, he did. It was. I'm not gonna expose this guy because the like the the gate 14 listeners are gonna try to find this video. It's I'll, t- one of the I'll tell them out. who se- I'll tell them who sent it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure they can search it up. Like you can find an account that people. Gussie say. ya is what. <laughs> They're yeah. not finding that. His Go. head was tilted, biting his lip. Like for the for the podcast <laughs> listeners that are watching, go watch the video, guys. Just go it, go check it out. I don't know what it's it funny. is. <laughs> I don't know if he agrees. It's like one of the. It's like an Christopher Columbus is gonna have to like. It, it, it might take who Shakespeare to be not Shakespeare. He's not that smart. Sir Isaac Newton couldn't figure out what the fuck the message from that guy was on that video. Dave, how's his no video idea. doing? Oh, he got 11 likes. Pretty good. Okay. okay. <laughs> Pretty good. It is wild. 10K Johnny's what I will be referred to. Vlad's nickname, eh? Like why it's LK. It's actually a thing. What is it? So he was an ambassador for Players Weekend and he chose that, LK, because it was the first nickname he had. Like many babies, Guerrero used, used sounds before he formed words. <laughs> That's what it says. So this is his baby name. That's the worst no. name I've ever no. heard. So I guess he was making sounds, and his first sound he's ever made was LK. So he said LK, and his and Vladdy Sr., who, by the way, was a multi-bazillionaire at the time, was like, that's the nickname, LK. What the fuck, Vladdy? I'm actually happy you found that out. Like, I'm going to make a clip mm-hmm. for that, and it's going to be yeah. like 36 minutes in between. I'm going to have to like cut like 36 minutes to find where the actual meaning of that was. But yeah, 10K Johnny is what I should be referred to now. All the videos, the over 10K views. Hashtag thank you, Johnny. Absurd, man. Um, we're, we're zeroing in on 10K. We are. We're remember before the year, away. you thought we were going to be like 1,000 by the end of the year. Yeah, I remember when I was like 1,500 was a lot. It was like, I'm a fuck. I would have slapped myself in the face back in the day. I'm pretty sure that. you but, said like 500 was a lot too. Yeah. The boys are buzzing, but uh, Master Gators, let's run this fucking thing up to one. Mm-hmm. Let's one, get the, one. It's. I will say this for listeners: don't be discouraged if we don't get to one, because Blair and Barker record 
every single fucking day. Yes. So it's more volume. Volume's but off the we charts. We can beat for them, that. though, Johnny. We can beat them. We so we do. Your, tell your sister. Tell your dad. Tell your uncle. <laughs> tell. I actually don't recommend telling this to grandparents because they would just be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Get Grandpa. all the boys in the school to listen. Get everyone everyone in your camp or whatever the, the fuck principal. you're doing. Go to your go to a local bar, put it on the fucking speaker at the bar and get everyone bumping this. But what a run we've had, boys, and we're not done yet. The trajectory's up, the Toronto Blue Jays trajectory's up. Uh boys are buzzing here. And, Watch the uh, Manti Teo doc and DM me your oh thoughts. I would <laughs> like to have a chat about it. I, I can genuinely say this with a with all due respect. I, I can't see myself liking that. But I wanna watch I wanna watch it with an open mind and I if I don't want to, if I don't think he's the biggest pussy of all time, then um, success. So yep. let's have a great weekend, everyone. And by the way, Jays fans, let's go in on Yankees fans this weekend, huh? Let's let's have an old-fashioned fucking Twitter war with Yankee fans. <laughs> Why not? If the Jays win, of course. If they don't, just go silent. If the Jays don't win, just go silent and don't block people, but just ignore everything that's tweeted at us. But if they do, get the memes ready. Zach Sutton, by the way, our guy. The memes are just unbelievable. That's that what started the Cleveland. Man. That's what started that the Cleveland Guardians. Um, <laughs> should the episode graphic be that picture he sent us of us four on the horse? Yeah, that'd that be, be electric. It, right? Yeah. Okay, that's gonna be it. But uh, love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Gate fourteen to the motherfucking moon. Keep running the numbers up. Keep telling everyone about it. We're not done yet. Not satisfied. Hashtag not satisfied. Kobe Bryant, Johnny Junta.